Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Somber start the Malcolm Go podcast on September the 28th, 2022. Uh, that was Lance Harbor and his poor his his ride to Florida State all up in smoke uh, <clears throat> due to Billy Bob's concussion and uh, eerily similar to what we saw here Sunday. Mac Jones ride to the Super Bowl possibly thwarted uh, on a last. M- Violent, violent strike by Calais Campbell. Uh, I mean, would we call that a cheap shot? I'm calling that a cheap shot. You can't land full body on top of Mac. The man's a quarterback. We have to protect him at all costs. He jumped up in the air, too. I I didn't watch it that close. I was too busy uh, being upset at the interception that was thrown. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know he was hurt until I saw him jumping up and down. He was hopping off the field, and then... The video is up close. We could talk about it for a minute. Uh, and the screaming in pain where, I mean, let's, let's face it, a little bit much, if we're going to be honest here, as a, as yeah, a trio. Especially for a guy that's going to play this weekend. Yeah. I mean, but if you're going to be the quarterback of my New England Patriots, I can't have you screaming walking down those stairs. Not like that. I got no, I cell can't. phone video up close getting, and personal over the stairs, and you can hear him howling. Getting uh, carried. Carried like a gunshot. Like car- I get like it. I get it. Look, wound. I'm a three. Hey, after he threw that pick in the corner, which would have pretty much given him the lead, the one to uh, Parker. Yeah. My dad was. My dad was screaming. I'm glad. This is what he deserves. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not hurt. He's faking it. I was yeah. like, I don't think he's faking it. No, he definitely yeah, didn't. He's fucking faking it. <laughs> as listen, as a three-time high ankle sprain survivor, I know what it what it feels like, and it hurts. But I, in a Saugus Town Team basketball match, continued to play through. I played through and just, just cherry, uh, just, what do you call it? Uh, cherry picked at the three-point line and try to be a hero, play hero ball, and just fire threes. It's painful, and you can't run. It hurts a lot, but you're certainly not screaming like that. I mean, I well, saw... it's a problem. 
I saw Tom Brady tear every ligament in his knee, walk off the field and down those stairs. (laughs) I can't have it. I think a ligament, I think an ankle is worse than a knee. Everyone seems to hurt their knee and they're like, oh, it looks like he's fine. He just, you know can't move then, but ankles and achilles they, they just seem like i don't know well the achilles yeah, like know. literally you can't move you can't possibly walk on a torn achilles because your foot just doesn't work an ankle hurts but if you break your ankle and your your, your foot no longer works the way it's supposed to work got it but your sprained ankle hurts like a bitch but you could walk on it if you had to do it you you also shouldn't be screaming if you're not putting any pressure on it like at that Correct. point it's like get it get it together just get it together here fellas i mean that's you're the quarterback of my New England Patriots. I can't have it. You you can't be meme face. You can't just become a meme right here at home. <laughs> if you're gonna become a meme, do it on the road at least. While winning a game, I can't have it. Especially in a game where Mobile Mac was just making plays. Ah, Mobile Mac was all over the place. He was <laughs> dialed in. He was he was slinging muffins too. I, he was slinging his Mac muffins, lobbing them up in the air, dropping them in dimes into Parker. Everyone, I will say some of them were elite, and then like, but then the interceptions just—they, you're just like you're so erect, and then it's like immediate flaccid because they're yeah. ridiculous. They're Jeez, letting him get—they're letting him get way too much. Uh, um, I don't know. They're letting him do way too much thinking. I think this is this is very reminiscent of, and I'm not gonna say he's the arm talent, but. Peyton didn't really have a bullet arm. He's not like Justin Herbert or fucking Mahomes. But Peyton Manning could would throw muffins, and he would get them right on the money like Mac does. And then he would just throw crazy interceptions as a rookie. So it's not dissimilar to that. Um, it's just that people now have way less of a tolerance for waiting. Uh, and especially when you're following a legend. Yeah, and 100%. Because if, we, if you want to compare him to, like, a Justin Herbert, like – you would say Herbert has better weapons at every position if you and, were to listen to everyone and in the for end. Talent. And yeah, and didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, he's got like twenty more losses. It's not it's not I mean, look, people are saying like, okay, he's obviously not the guy, or in now's terms, he's not him. He's not him. He's not the guy. We don't know that yet. Do you know how many games Tom Brady won by the time he was Mac Jones? A grand total of one. By the time he was the same age as Mac Jones. Tom Brady has won one game. That's it. He sat for a whole year behind Bledsoe. He was going to sit again for another whole year, and then t- Bledsoe got hurt. So let's not pretend like things don't change and people don't get Wait. better. Are we about to have a Bailey Zappi jump in for a Mac Jones situation? We're going to have our new TB12? No. I don't think Bailey Zappi is going to get anywhere <laughs> near the field. I think – I don't well, even I think don't, he's going yeah. – I think Jacoby Myers is the backup quarterback at this I point. Also, I'm also – confused everybody's just like uh brian hoyer knows the offense well well he shouldn't because this is a new offense he should know none of it he should know less than mac Jones. this is literally they they said that all summer new new streamlined offense it's the same offense again (laughs) they just just absolutely went back to the drawing board like we're just gonna go ahead and go and do what we did the last 21 years and just continue with that because you guys suck at this we can't coach it um and you I know also, what? Uh, I like that they stopped having Devontae Parker just run straight. I like that he can run sideways, too. Yeah, that was a good move. That was a good moment. They were using play action. I begged them, and I begged them to run play action. They fucking were dialed in to Devontae Parker on play action. Mac was dropping Mac muffins, lobbing rainbows, <laughs> Ephus pitches down the field right into his gut. Fucking Devontae's being – this is that was, that was what they wanted from Nikhil Harry – and Devontae Parker did it all in one game. One game he amazing. gave you what Nikhil Harry should have been in four years. 150 yep. yards, like three contested catches, a back shoulder catch. The guy a was back a back shoulders was nice. He, yeah, Mac put that on a dime. Bros. Listen. Oh, the one down the down the left sideline to get to the one yard line. I, it, that I felt things. Yeah, that one that was the one. Good. And then they run it in. I mean, it was just a perfect Patriots catch offense. Catch over the right shoulder. They had a couple perfect Patriot offense drives. I don't think they had one three and out. They ran the ball well. Mac was slinging. He was dialed in, still not utilizing the tight ends, and then they killed themselves. Mac made stupid decisions, and he's still and Nelson young. Aguilar, Nelson Aguilar should be put in the gulag. Yeah, Nelson Aguilar, I mean, the fumble killed him. 
But before that, the fucking interception in the end zone killed them. So that pick that on that first down, they ran that. Um, they ran that like they motioned Johnny back, and then he went around the running back and like came in behind the quarterback, and then went out, and then they threw like a pass that went for like negative two yards. That was a nightmare of a play. I'm gonna be honest, buddy. I was in the cups. Your boy was in the cups, <laughs> and I I got home. I drove home, I should say. So I got there. It was game one. So your boys fired up all the all the way. So um, the day before was my wife's birthday, and I spent most of the day, you know, loading the car, getting ready for the game. Took a lot of heat for that. Deserved, deserved heat. I was in the wrong there. I shouldn't have been. I shouldn't have been prepping for uh, game day number one on my wife's birthday. I I own that. I own that. It's bad husbanding. Bad husband one hundred and one. Uh, but I was just too excited. I was like the kid yeah. before the kid before school that lays out his uniform. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was me. I had my I had my jersey laid out, my hat. I was just ready to go. Eight thirty. We're down at the stadium. You know, we got in the lot about nine thirty, a little bit after it opened. Got everything set up. The boys were just in it hard. I brought my binoculars, and you knew it was bad because I was looking through the binoculars, and I had to go one eye. You know, you had to go with the old one eye. I'm like, oh, boy, this is not good. I had to stop using the binoculars. So I was like, I'm going to throw up all over Section 204. Uh, so when I got home, I noticed I said he had three interceptions. What? I said I remembered two. I knew the last play of the game was an interception, and obviously I remember the one in the end zone. I do not remember the first one. You could pay me a million dollars one. right now. Can we get stadium? Can we get stadium vibes after the one in the end zone? Because that one, I was sitting in the airport watching it and thought I was going to get banned from Atlanta's um, airport. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how many t- how much many minutes. No, maybe that was Aguilar. But I was, I was, I was in a bad place because you know that happened. I got mad, but there was a lot of time left, so they stopped him, got the ball back, and they're driving. They forced and the I fumble. Go, yeah. They, oh yeah, they forced the fumble. That was yeah, and it got electric again. So they forced yeah. the fumble, ripped the it from was, Bateman. The kid was yelling John ball. Jones. I was screaming ball in the airport. You need to let him, thought, You have uh, to let the boys know the ball is I, on the I was, ground. I had Everyone, my AirPods in. Yeah. Had my AirPods in, screamed ball, and looked around and said, oh, shit, I'm not the only one here. That's okay. You're in the you, – listen, everyone understands that you're part of the team. You have to let them know ball. And then who picked it up? I don't remember. Was it Peppers? Peppers, Peppers picked it up. Yep. Runs of it back. Peppers is a stud, by the way. Love him. And then, you know, I'm looking. I think it might have been third down. I'm like, you got to hit. I could see it. Clear. I was like, you got to hit the crosser here. Algalor's going to be wide open on the crosser. Hits him. Perfect bread basketball. And he's gone. And the fucking Marlon Humphrey just punched it out. I see the ball go. I was like, you motherfucker. And I just screamed. <laughs> and I started kicking the concrete. <laughs> and this family, all, they all look the exact same. I'm talking the mom, the son, and the, and the dad. All look same face. They might be sisters and brother inbred, but the son has grown, like literally probably 35. And I've had it out with them before, the whole family. They're the worst. They wear like, uh, you know, they wear custom jerseys for their whole family. And they bought these seats. These are like brand new seats that they invented in Gillette Stadium. They weren't there before. So if you're going up the stairs uh, in section 204, in like, I think it's 203, right, next to it, and they come to the top of where the stairway opens. And then there used to be like a little ramp, you know, where the where the two sections connect and just become one row till you walk up. You know what I'm saying? So like two become one, right? I get it. Yeah. At the you top the of that, they just added right. a random four seats like two years ago, three years ago. And these people got those seats. And I'm like, so you have to go. You can't just like walk past anymore. You have to go down the stairs to go around. No, you can walk around them, but you have much less room than like before when you, you gotta, can just walk. It's there. an eye contact situation, no matter what. Your eye yeah. contact. Yeah, they're right at the back of the concrete, so they're like over the top of the stairs down. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Their arms are on top of the concrete. If they look down, they're looking at the stairs down, and they these seats just were made out of nowhere. So anyway, I've been in wars with them before, just because they always do chants. They every time there's a first down, they go, it's you know, they go, it's another Patriots first down, right? That's how the fucking guy over the loudspeaker does it. And then at the end, he goes first down. And you go, you've been there before. You probably don't remember this, but every time they go, oh yeah, like the uh, the Matt Slater, Teddy Bruschi thing oh, at no. the end of every <laughs> single. Fucking first down call. It's the, the mom, mom, the dad, dad the son. In the son? Yeah, and some yeah, other see, person. I don't I don't need to be sitting in two oh four and have to you have to, to, you like have to witness it. 
But all, to be fair, they don't do a lot of that anymore because it's only like when there's a lot of peak action. They don't do yeah. another Patriots first down a ton anymore. But, uh, you know, when Brady was playing, it was constant. Slow? Um, what's that? Slow? I know what you just said. Are they no, it's not chrome? slow. No. Missing a chroma, though. Inbred. I told you that. So, anyway, yeah, Nelson well, Aguilar fumbled, and these we guys, can... like the super fan family, walks right by me. And I fucking, I had it. I had it. I said, there's 10 minutes left in the game. 10 minutes left in the game. Vince and Frankie are put, like grabbing at my shoulders. Like, why are you yelling at the family? I think like, it's 10 minutes left in the game. They quit on the team. Super fan family. Super fans quit on the team. And I'm screaming at 204. 204 was so mad at me that day. I couldn't, ha- I had it. I had it with the family. You can't. Have your own chant in your custom jerseys and leave early. I'm gonna sit there and I'm, I'm gonna endure well, the pain. I don't like. I don't want to get into it really because I'm on your side. But no, I don't. Didn't they kneel the ball out after the Aguilar fumble? No, they did not. Maybe I don't remember. No, there was time left. There was there were like five minutes left. They needed to get another. No, because they got the ball back. Yeah, because Lamar scored. He th- no, they, scored. Yeah, they scored. We got the ball back, and he threw an interception. And he hurt his he got his That's when he got hurt. So there was a, plenty of time to win the like game. Four minutes left, yeah. I think it was five, 542 if memory uh, yeah, right. goes no back mind. in my head. So I was very lit. I was in a bad place. And I stayed to endure the pain. You know how many times I stayed in that stadium when my brother walked out and I watched Tom Brady make miracle comebacks? More than oh. I can count. Yeah. Double digit times. My brother was in the parking lot, and I've got to go out there and tell him what happened. Double digits. And uh, I'm just waiting for the Mac magic to start happening. I, I'll tell you what. I love Mobile Mac. I love Mobile Mac. I love a Mac muffin that can fl- that float through the air into Devontae Parker's arms. Don't love the interceptions. I don't no. like when he throws them because it looks like his brain just shorted. It's just like they're all bad. Every single one of them are just bad interceptions. I think they'll come with time. I think that he's going to learn more. I agree. And things are just fucking so, up. When you're like at the stage Mac is, like you are right now, Mac shouldn't be sliding. He's not good enough to slide. <laughs> he needs to be running like he's a running back to get first downs until you become until you start winning games on your own. Then you can start sliding. But as of now, like if Horror comes in and slides this week. Like, we're going to be pissed. You don't slide when you stick. Tyler. No. <laughs> I mean, give your body up for the team is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, but, but these two guys are built like you, like us three. So if they got hit, imagine getting hit by Calais Campbell. Brian, yeah. Brian Hoyer is a 37-year-old bald man that looks like an accountant. He's literally think- exactly me. He's exactly me that's somehow a quarterback in the NFL. We look exactly the same, same build, same body. He probably has a slightly better arm than me and a lot more money, but he, we're not different physically. And watching him try to execute football plays is going to be something to behold. Uh, On that note, the mustache. Fire. <laughs> it works. I thought so. I tweet, So I tweeted about it today. I said... I grew a pretty substantial mustache. I'm keeping a very short beard around it so that, like, there's a little... So I I can't go full in yet. I'm nervous about it. Going full mustache is... That's a decision. That's a a decision you have to make. Like, KP's doing it. uh, I think Bears weekend is the weekend. I'll be there, and it's just time. Yeah, you're in the South. I feel like mustaches are more okay in the South. When you've got just a mustache in the North, everyone's like, who's this fucking creep? So I don't know if I'm pulling off... Uh, fighter pilot uh, vibes or pedophile vibes. And the fact that I have any, like, you know, non-commitment to it makes me think the latter. You know what I mean? I don't feel like I have enough fighter pilot confidence to pull off a mustache. But I do wear aviators primarily with this. Uh, and I, the bald head helps a lot. With it does. Mustache. You have a bald head, it, it changes everything. And I give it a little bit of the, uh, the what do you call this, this machine yeah, soul a little patch. bit of the soul patch goes with it, so it's kind of like you know, it's a ha- it's a half breed. It's going, it's doing, we're doing, we're mixing it up hey, here. If the family showed up in whatever two weeks at home, walking up the stairs, and they just see you, Frankie, and Vince all with mustaches, yeah, <laughs> they'd be no, intimidated as hell. There's no way that they like coming to games because me and my brother and Vince are atrocious to them, and we should be because they're terrible fans. 
And I hope they listen to the podcast, which I'm sure they're not. They're chanting and slapping their chest, and they're lay- laying out their jerseys, trying to come up with new family. Uh, uh, they're, like, they're, try- they're like trying to be J-E-T-S, like Fireman Ed fans. I'm you know what I mean? But, but also, as a family. I hate that you say they're not listening. Everybody listens to this podcast. That's true. We have thousands and thousands of listeners. <laughs> more mad at Patriots fans or the opposing team? Me? Yeah. Oh, it used to be opposing team. Now it's more Patriots fans. But, I mean, it's just more because they've been losing so much more. Uh, I mean, it used to be impossible to lose at Gillette Stadium for t- 20 years. It was like maybe once a year. So you were just dominating and laughing at opponents. And now the Patriots kind of suck and kind of look like shit and do stupid stuff all the time, like fumble and, and throw dumb interceptions. Because now the East is really, really good. So it makes me really upset. Yeah, so it used to be like you could bully anyone, and a lot of Ravens fans show up, a lot of Bills fans show up, a lot of Steelers fans will show up. Cowboys fans. Cowboys fans, like, fucking were a lot of them last year. Um, The the Bills game actually is on a Thursday night. Yeah, I won't be at that. I know, I, I, I tried my best. I'm not going to any Thursday night games. If they moved it into my living room, that's the only time I would ever go to a Thursday night game again. <laughs> Wait, I don't know if I should sit in the 204 because I, I'm i far too Southern, and if I start yelling at people, they won't understand me. That's fine. Just as long, Look, I don't care. If you sit in the 204, I will have your back. Vince, Vince loves to yell in the 204. Vince has a whole different aggressive style, which I told about the Cowboys game. He'll, like, he'll go and like sit behind you and start whispering in your ear. Like, like <laughs> terrible shit or something. Like, I, he says that he's trying to calm people down, but they always get aggressively mad at him. <laughs> Frankie will scream and usually be hammered drunk, by, like blackout before halftime. And then he'll be yelling at people. And I just get mad at the team. And then when people are, like, smiling, like having a good time, that's when I get violently mad. Like, what are you having fun about? Why did you come here? If you think this is like a good time, why is this a good time to you to watch your team lose at home? Like I'm trying to treat it like a business. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everything to me, it's it's also it means more to me. Damn it! Do you remember? Do you remember that the WWF fucking uh, that old thing where the guy was um, the guy was uh, looking at like the wrestlers and he was trying to get autographs and they let him get the mic from the stand. Uh, from the stands, and he was like, it's still real to me, damn it. It means more to me. Uh, and that's what it's like. That's what it's like when I'm out there, that I feel like I'm the biggest fan, and if anybody's having a good time and, like, not watching the game or is leaving the game early, I feel like it's my duty to bring them back to reality. And the family of four that has their own chance and left early needed to hear from the leader of the real 204, which is me. <laughs> There's only one real 204. First of all, they're not even really 204. They're fucking they're they're fucking split in between. They're 204 and three quarters. Yeah, not even. They're less. They're 203 and three quarters, if anything. Get along with my dad because, like, so someone will make a catch. You know, they'll they'll break a tackle. They'll run. They'll get like eight more yards, and then someone else will tackle them. And he's like, would you fucking break a tackle, goddammit? <laughs> like, on the play, the guy already broke a tackle. How hard is it to break never a tackle? That was good enough. Um, just never – keep your feet. Yeah. Greg Bedard has – Keep a, your feet. Greg Bedard has many boneheaded tweets, but he had a great tweet. Um, during the Patriots-Falcons uh, Super Bowl, he said uh, to James White – like, got tackled in the first half. And, of course, James White went on to have a legendary game, breaking millions of tackles, making a million catches, scoring a million points. And he was like, ah, James White, always a shoestring tackle away. And it was like, uh, <laughs> basically saying he could never, uh, what do you call it, never break a tackle. And he had the biggest game of his life, that game. Fucking, so he does, he, he foreshadows himself into morondom more than anybody ever did. The Gronkowski treat, tweet is infamous. Like, that's the biggest that's like the biggest uh, freezing cold take of all time. Yeah. So I just, I love that. Um, so other than the boneheaded plays, Mac I made and stuff. Nelson the made. The offense fucking good. slung. They slung t- this week. They slung. Hashtag the ball. Slang, it. slang it. What's that, Mac? Mac might have thrown for his most yards. He threw for like 370. What was it? 321. Yeah. 
We're losing Wait, Tyler's mic. I also would like to talk about Dietrich Wise has turned into just an elite player. I don't know why he's all of a sudden Reggie White. I don't. I don't understand where that came from. I'm getting. I'm getting major uh, ster- like steroids vibes. You don't just in year five become elite pass rusher. Well, uh, well, he he and I both are on SARMs, and we're both true. display same type of athleticism. Well, you know, DeAndre Hopkins was on the same SARM I was. That's why he got suspended. Yeah. So. Have you what? You, what week are you on now in your cycle? I'm on. I'm about to jump off of. It's my last week. Praise God. Week five, eight, eight. Oh my goodness. So how many milligrams was it? I did uh, fifteen of one and twenty of the other. So a lot enough to hurt my liver. Yeah. So your testosterone is like basically gone. I so I don't know because the one I was on helped it. The other hurt it. I don't feel. I feel strong. I'm stronger, but now I'm riding the Peloton. Kids in shred. It's shredding season. Well, shred mode. You're in. Oh, I didn't know yeah. it was shredding season. I didn't know it was cutting season in the fall. Well, it's it's time to cut. So I'm going to cut until I come up there, and then when oh, I get I back, and then we're going to back to bulking season. That's right. So I'm we I'm concerned. Once you stop the once you stop the SARM after week eight, I'm interested to see what your testosterone level is. You should go get a blood test. I I don't want to. No, too nervous. <laughs> they say they say that. your testosterone comes back naturally, like not with like anab- like with anabolic steroids. You need to take stuff afterwards. Um, not that I would know, but I'm just I've I've done my research. Um, so they say you don't really need it with these SARMs, but it's probably needed if you won't go that long. I'm 26. I'm not 40 like you, big guy. Uh, Aaron Judge just we- hit his 61st home run. What are we girl. putting up on the bench? Breaking news. Do what? What are we putting up on the bench? What does that mean? How much are you How benching? You oh, what am I putting up on the bench? Uh, I'm, I'm not a big bencher. I'm too, my arms are too long. I can do three plates. But I'm, I haven't maxed out in. Three plates is that? Two, that's 305. 315. 315. Yeah, 405. You 315? Yeah, but the deadlift is where I saw the most gains. We, we 315 over- is good for a man of your uh, – you're not a big guy. I mean, you're tall. Yeah. 315 is a bit a lot for you. I was like, I'm short, stubby, barrel chested, like old school, uh, like old school, fucking cartoon muscle man. Like, you know what I mean? With like the pants are all the way up to his nipples, and just handlebar mustache. Yeah, yeah. that's like my least- chest thing. So yeah, I mean that's good for you. Well, all my friends are like, they're all built like that. They're all strong as they're like cock strong. I can't squat a lot. Like my bench and my squat. I can bench. I can squat, obviously more, but like, but I can. My deadlift is where I saw the most gains. I went from like uh, low fours to over five. Oh damn! So I used that was my big thing in the in the day was uh, trying to get two thousand pounds out of the three. So I was like, yeah, uh, well, for a long I'll time, get- my chest was like I could do. I could bench like four oh five for reps for like multiple years, and then uh, this is the. Gayest podcast. We've ever well, it's a gay. It's a gay. <laughs> well, all of it this, is. All of this. What we're doing. Tony's got a mustache. I got all a mustache. Like the- I'm, ta- I'm taking. A, all- instead of SARMs, I'm taking prep. I'm just. We need. We need to know what max. Num- what do you think max numbies are? He's fucking. There's no way he benches the bar. I don't think he benches the bar. Um, I don't know, uh, Mac. Does he look muscular? He he looks better than he did last year, where he was very he was one hundred percent noodle last year. He was just like just just a slug, just like a slug jumped, that could had a good brain. Off season CrossFit for sure. Yeah, I, I don't need know. To, I need to see him shirtless again to get a real good vibe of him because he always looks skinny. He's like one of those southern skinny fat guys that was like always skinny growing up, and then like ate too much in college, but got fat only in his stomach. You know what I mean? But still wears a size medium shirt. You know, you know, we all know people like that because, like, they never have muscles or are fat, so they just look the same. Their waist doesn't grow, just their stomach. I will say I was very upset with him in the Discord, but then I went and rewatched a lot of it, and he was all – I mean, the interceptions were – the one in the end zone. People were, like, trying to defend it, and I'm like, there's, not, there's nothing to defend here. That was bad. No, yeah, they fucked that up. And then they were trying to b- blame Devontae Parker, but I was like, even if he was there, I mean, Humphrey was there before anyone. But at that point, the game was wasn't. It, couldn't we kick the field goal and go up by one? We were down by two. Yeah, we were down by two. Yeah, so he yeah, could have so thrown like, that away. Could have just we thrown it away. Or we could have. Yeah, but I think he, ran, he he yelled on the sideline. They were reading his lips that said 
fucking cover four. Fuck. And he threw his tablet or his helmet, whatever. I need. He threw his helmet, but I do need a tablet throw. I need one. I like his fire. He's got a good fire. That was the first time I saw him get fired up on the sidelines. I need it. I need Mac to be fired. I need him to be Brady breaking fucking uh, tablets. Tablets. I need him to be doing left and right. You know what's going to stink is when I come up for two games and I have to watch Bailey, Zappy, and Brian Hoare. No, you won't. I'm t- dude, <laughs> if you listen to the Belichick press conference today, and I, I, first of all, yesterday or Monday, they had Mac Jones doing press conferences. If he was out, like IR out, it would have already been announced. It would have already been, um, you know, he would have already been on IR getting treatment. Fucking he, I think that fucking Mac Jones thinks he's going to play, like, soon. I mean, if not if this week, that, like soon. If he does that, I think Pat's money line is a lock. I think they're winning. If he plays, we're going to get Mac revenge and the Pats going like a seven game pender. Yeah. I mean, really, my, I wanted them to go two and two the first four games. Going one and three is going to hurt and not having Mac. I mean, I know the, the high ankle sprain is brutal because that could be like eight weeks. It, you know, at the longest, you know, four to eight weeks, somewhere in that range is where you're going to like realistically be. And their, their buys like seven weeks away. I don't know, man. It fucking, it's like the easiest part of their schedule is after Green Bay till the buy. And if we have to endure Brian Hoyer, they have to get to five and five by that buy or they're fucking toast. There's no hope. I mean, mean, because the end of their schedule is brutal. If Matt can yeah. walk, I'm in. If he if he can move around at all, you pump him full of cortisone, give the kids some antibiotics, give him some anti-inflammatories, and let the kids sling the pill. Yeah, but they need they need to win this week, and this is a winnable game. I don't know if it's winnable. I, I really don't. I Without Mac I Jones, mean, I mean, I get, I get it that fucking Hoyer understands the offense, but what is his ceiling really as a 37 year old accountant? He's fucking, his ceiling is like dump offs. That's why you have to feed fucking John U. Smith and Hunter Henry and running backs this week. We might rush for 220 yards this week. Yeah, they, so the Patriots have the number one running offense per the yep. DVOA, whatever that means. And then the okay. Packers have the worst running defense. But the problem, so that's your game plan. The problem is if Brian Hoyer is playing quarterback, it's just going to be eight in the box the whole game. That's not yeah, exactly. He can throw. He can because throw. at that point, Hoyer can make a couple plays on a Hoyer's play. Not, or like Hoyer's Far not more. fucking Sam Darnold. I mean, he's been in the league fucking 15 years. He's played. He won games in Cleveland. He won games in Houston. He's a usable backup. He's a lot older, but he can still throw the ball. I'm not. We're not going to ask him to throw fucking 75-yard uh, fade routes to Devontae. He's going to be throwing fucking over the middle, hitting Bourne, you know, the, the, the easy targets, the guys that are open. The checkdowns, everything like that, just getting first downs. If he can just game manage and they can run the ball, they can win games. This is definitely, there's definitely a chance they can win this. They're going to be in this game. Yeah, they're 10 and a half point underdogs. I mean, Green Bay just beat Tampa on the road. They blew out Chicago, right? They lost to Minnesota. Their offense isn't blowing doors off anyone. They don't have a great offense. They scored 14 last week. They scored seven in week one against the Vikings. You know, like the, they scored a little against the Bears. Like they're not, they're not incredible. No, so they'll be at home. Packers. The Patriots' defense will be ready because I didn't think the Patriots' defense was fucking very good last week. I mean, they're I, the secondary was fine. They just again cannot control fucking the linebackers. Just don't know what they're doing when they play Lamar Jackson. I don't care who the fuck it is. Yeah, and Lamar was just too good. Every single time they needed to play was Lamar. Lamar made every single play in that game. And like I said, I was so drunk. I couldn't even remember. I was like, wow, they're really containing Lamar. Then I looked at the fucking stats after he had like 180 yards rushing. I don't know what happened, where I missed all these plays. He had like like two, he had like a 38-yard run, like a 32-yard run. Yeah, Yeah, but he didn't throw for that many. He threw for what, like two-something? 220, yeah. 220, yeah. So I I knew that they weren't throwing all over him, and I didn't think that they were running – a lot. I know that Lamar had a couple uh, good runs late, but I didn't. I mean, like in the first half, they were containing him well, and then he was like going up the fucking middle, and the linebackers were just fucking nowhere. Mac Wilson, the guys that you got, you know, the guys that you got for this exact scenario had no idea what the fuck was going on. Like every Mac, big run came off Mac Wilson's hip. Yeah, and he's every single big run was right past him. 
Yeah, he's the guy that's supposed to be like, you know, like your spy, basically. The guy that's supposed to be in the middle that can cover and run down quarterbacks that are fast. And he did not show that, I'll be honest. Raekwon McMillan didn't play. Duggar didn't play. Those are two big fucking speed, uh, you know, open field tacklers. But you had Peppers in there. You could feel Duggar. You could feel Duggar's miss because, he, yeah. like, the big hits, like, he's physical. He he's makes a lot of third down plays, like. It would have been have a lot that, better we, coverage on Mark Andrews for yeah, one. Yeah, Mark Andrews was just eating our lunch. That guy is just good at the sport. Yeah, he's I, I mean he I'm, he doesn't impress me. He's not like he's not like an overpowering tight end like Gronk. He's more of a Kelsey type guy, but he's like always open because Lamar Jackson is just running around crazy. So he's just like just will find him. He'll be like lost in the backfield, you know what I mean, for like eighty yards. And then uh you know Yeah, I really didn't get impressed by anybody else on their offense. I mean, Andrews did have a, he had a good game. He had that nice catch over, um, over McCordy. That ball had, Lamar threw to the corner. Yeah. The, with the Duvernay or whatever. That ball was perfect. That was yeah. sick. Perfect. But then he lobbed that touchdown that he lobbed that touchdown into the end zone, which was, I mean, could have very easily been intercepted. Yeah. Mac threw like, I saw it was, it was like four turnover worthy plays in the game and three of them were intercepted. Um, I mean, oh, the pick he should have thrown piece, he the pick six. Throw, yeah. Patrick Queen brutal. had a pick six right from there. 99 oh, yard pick six. But 100%. I mean, these these are the growing pains. That's why you I mean, that's why you pick a guy in the first round. I mean, you got to you're not going to get Tom Brady out of the first round anymore. It just doesn't happen like that. Mahomes doesn't come out of the first round in his fucking winning Super Bowls year one. These guys sit for a year or they stink for a year or they're average for a year and then they just keep getting better and build and build and build as their team gets better too so you know like who has been really great as a rookie last one i can really think of is like russell wilson was good as a rookie all and right he, he wasn't supposed to be good coming out of college so you're fucking well, all, of a, all of a sudden the pressure's off of him anyway because he was supposed to be the backup so he didn't really have much pressure coming out i mean when's the last i mean mayfield uh, Darnold I mean, bust, Deshaun bust. Watson, Deshaun Watson was Deshaun Watson was really good as a rookie. He was yeah, good. Yeah, Lamar for, feels like he would have been good. I think Lamar too, was but... good as a rookie, right? Yeah, Lamar might have been good as a rookie. But again, like, we didn't talk about we didn't talk about the ridiculous two point conversion when when Ramondre. So, so somebody showed me that the other day, and I was like, oh, I forgot about this Mac magic. And then it didn't count. I thought it counted. Maybe I went and take a piss. No. I don't, Boy, you really were in the bag. I was in the bag. So <laughs> they scored, and I was like, yeah, that was awesome. Mac magic. And I went and take a piss, and then I came back, and I, I had no idea that that didn't count. Yeah, it didn't. It was, the, it, was, it was a Mahomes play. It was electric. Why did they call it? Why was it not counted? Because Ramondre was, Ramondre was laying on the ground when he oh, flipped really? it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because then I saw it again. I was like, he's not down. And then, no, I didn't, I didn't see that. I thought that was a fucking Mac was, magic baby. I loved it. He fucking oh, he was pitch back down. to Mac. He's coming in like a bull. <laughs> the man wasn't you know going to be. You know what I love is that, like, I figured this out in college. Like, it took me a while. But it was like, you don't go out and just get, like, hammered immediately. You have to just, like, wait to get yeah. drunk, at, like, maybe towards the end of the night. So maybe you could talk to a girl at some point instead of them just, like, looking at you like an idiot. That's what they're doing with uh, Harris in this game. Harris got all his carries in the fourth quarter. Just completely fresh, just came in, and Holy he looked people. awesome. Ramondre, Ramondre is so tough, and he can just run, and he'll get, like, an 18-yard run, just bully people. He's got the best, like, he's got really good, like, peripheral vision because he can cut left to right on a dime, and he's, at like, 225. He just, he's, like, he's like Harris and a little bit of, like, Deion Lewis combined. You know what I mean? Like, he... He got straight line power, and then he can also – he's not – don't get me wrong. He can't shift like Deion, uh, Deion Lewis could, but he, could, he can juke fast. and like He take, caught a ball, and someone came in, one of the safeties or cornerbacks came in and popped him. He bounced like three yards backwards and, and then just kind of went in a little loop. Yeah. He just gained speed and got the first down. He ran for like 12 yards. You know Deion yep. – I mean, Damian Harris knows that his, his Patriots career is over after the season. He has to. So that's 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 got to be and I don't know how these people think about that cuz like that has to weigh in on your mind. Like they drafted Ramondre Stevenson in the 3rd round. Usually backup running backs don't really play their rookie year. Ramondre's 
basically almost as good as you, maybe a little bit not as good. You know, he's like on your on your trail. But then they went and drafted two other running backs this year. So it was like almost like definitely you're not going to be on the team next year. Um, yeah, they kind of have identical stats through three games. Yeah, they get like, like the, the almost the exact same, same amount of yards. Like, yeah. What do they do? What do they got right now? Like 150 a piece about probably? Yeah, like pretty much 35 to 30, 30 to 35 carries and yeah, like 150 a piece. But I, I don't, I like it. I like having two backs that are both really good. You need it. What they need to start doing, they need to get the tight ends involved like ASAP. I don't know where, like why was Hunter Henry like an eight catch a, g- a game guy last year and he just doesn't even, they don't even look at him now. Johnny I, Smith I is getting thrown the ball three or four times and he's been open and making plays and they're not throwing him the ball enough. Um, I don't know what well, it is. Well, it's like weird because Kendrick Bourne played 18 plays this week. He had four catches. Yeah, it's insane. Like, he looked every single time he's on the field, he makes a play. I don't know. They're like, like they're Jordan prioritizing the Lil Jordan Humphrey's uh, odd size blocking. and blocking over Kendrick Bourne making plays. It's weird because every time Bourne's in, he makes a good play. Every single time. He makes he'll a good make... play. Yeah, he's like, and he's a free agent. So there's like, he's been a really good receiver for this team for a year. And they're just going to basically force him to leave and get a contract somewhere else. He's playing 18 plays a game. And he's way too good for that. Like, you should not be playing behind Lil Jordan Humphrey, who doesn't do anything. Well, especially with Jacoby not playing. Why is he only playing? That should have been born playing Jacoby's role. That was as simple as that. He should have never came off the field, ran Jacoby's routes the whole game. I was about to say, he should have had 12 catches. Minimum. 12 catches. (laughs) For 87 yards, maybe a touchdown, he breaks. It would have been a whole different game. I mean, look, they, they moved the ball on, in the air, but it was mostly like big plays to Parker. He averaged 31 yards a, a catch, Parker. Um, and, I mean, all of those, he was not wide open. He was making plays. That yeah. man is just – he's just a good – he's good. Finally. I mean, after two weeks, I, I'm, uh, two weeks, I started to get nervous. Well, it's because – it's because we weren't just throwing him Mac muffins in the corner of the end zone. He could yeah. he could run across and he. Well, could I think they make figured out you literally you can't throw him seam balls up the middle to, in double coverage. He has to come back to the balls, or he can be on the sideline making plays. You know, at the top of the route, he has to be able to jump That's, and get it. It happened last week too. I think Mac threw him a back shoulder last week. He didn't even really turn around, and this week he you know he made the play. So yeah. So, I mean, they had good chemistry starting to fucking go. Kendrick Bourne and him have a great chemistry. Jacoby Myers and him have a good chemistry. Even Aguilar and him have a decent one. But, like, Lil Jordan Humphrey's never caught a ball from him. He didn't catch a ball from him all preseason. Uh, he might have thrown him one this year. I think he caught, like, a, maybe a third and 20. You know what I mean? Like, for four yards. But, like, the guy throwing him the ball was zappy in the, in the preseason. So, let's not pretend, like, they... This is just, these people get obsessed with preseason heroes and all of a sudden think it's going to translate. The guy's been in the league for f- like five years. Drew Brees was his quarterback. I mean, did you ever hear about him doing anything? Let's not get fucking obsessed with some odd size. Belichick's calling him like a tight end wide receiver hybrid when he doesn't really do either. He's sure he's a hybrid in size only, but he can't catch. He, he he really, I've never the- seen him block particularly well. We, we're handing him the ball every now and again. I don't get it. I don't get I it. Mean, I mean, I don't get it when last year your your top target was Hunter Henry, and now he's just dead to you. That's just odd. You don't spend $50 million on two tight ends and then decide to give him the ball, you know, three or four times a game and just use them to block, you know, for little Jordan Humphrey to get open. You know what I mean? They weren't signed to be blocking tight ends. They were supposed to be your playmakers. They were supposed to be your Gronkowski-Hernandez duo. And, they and don't every do- time they get the ball, they make a play. That's the weird part. Yeah, I mean. Johnny looked good running. Johnny can make the play. He'll break tackles. He runs through people. He can run well. He also was he blocking really like well. Animal. Yeah, he was blocking yeah. like an animal. There was PFF had the other day, which I thought was crazy. It was like literally like two days ago, Monday. They were like, Johnny Smith is grading out as the Patriots' best offensive player this year. Yeah, I mean, it's just not. That's a wrong. I mean, that, that, yeah. I don't have a response to that. You hate that state. You hate that statement, but it did, in fact, come out on Twitter. Uh, How do we match up for next week? Against Green Bay? Fine. They have no receivers. 
Aaron Rodgers is really good, so he'll throw for 300 yards. I've seen Aaron, Aaron Rodgers throws what, to bums, and it's fine. Same way Tom Brady did. I mean, he can just throw to bums. And to, not as, if you are a professional wide receiver, <clears throat> he's going to make you uh, an, a good receiver. The yes, only guys but when he, he got paid, it's the same thing as, Bel- as, as Brady. Fucking James, the James Joneses of the world. Uh, you know, yeah. all these guys that were just average receivers anywhere else were awesome in Green Bay. Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson Jordy was no- the best receiver ever, and then he got paid by Oakland. And I don't think he had another catch. No, but he I think died. that Jordy Nelson was a special case where he was like, Old and finished, and like even Green Bay was like, "Yeah, no, nah, you're finished." Like, no, you know he what I died. Mean? No, he didn't actually die. die. Oh. No, he's finished. Very- he was just finished. Coolio died, by the way. Breaking news here on the Malcolm Go podcast. Bad news. Uh, rest in peace, and uh, to um, Coolio with two of the biggest hits from uh, when I was in sixth grade uh, in the film Dangerous Minds and uh, Gangsta's Paradise. You know, rest in peace. I wasn't alive. What about your boy was returned? Your boy was returning punts and kicks. Who, Marcus Jones? Yeah. 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 I mean, that was nice to see. I, I mean, love get, You get him on the field more. I like the two new cornerbacks. They're not playing a lot, but, like, they make plays when they're in. Um, Marcus they're Jones, at a minimum, needs to be returning punts. And He's number 13, right? That's Jack yeah, Jones the, is 13. The white. That's Jack 20, Jones. 25 oh, is, Jack uh, Jones. Yeah, 25 is Marcus Jones. Marcus. He's the punt returner. Jack he's like, Jones is my boy. Yeah, Jack Jones. So he's he's, he's the like one that's like buff. he's like a he's got like an Asante Samuel to him a little bit, but he's a he's a little bit he's got more dog in him. You know what I mean? He likes he's a he's feisty. He's a feisty corner with sticky cover skills. And he's probably not a bitch. No, and he doesn't talk shit if, constantly. If you're listening, Asante, he's bald head, bald headed, fucking. He was <laughs> he was forehead bald, still growing out his dreads. <laughs> Looked foolish for 13 years. <laughs> If Tony's talking bad about your hair, you got problems. Yeah. At least I owned it. I owned that I was going bald. Shave your head. <laughs> Stop growing out dreads. Everyone can tell you're bald. That's the worst thing to do is to grow hair. Like, you can't even, you can't hide it. Like, with long hair as a white guy, you can kind of, like, uh, scruffle it, scruff it in front of your forehead, you know what I mean, and kind of hide it. Dreads are so thick and, like, you know, they don't move. So, like, if you're bald... And you're and you have dreads and you have uh, that forehead baldness. There's no hiding that. You look ridiculous. This podcast has like seven enemies. Five of them are like beat reporters for the Patriots, and then it's like Asante Samuel, <laughs> Asante Samuel. And- uh, Alex Guerrero, or Tom Brady Senior. There's there's a lot. Of, I got a lot of negativity towards a lot of people. Giselle. I mean, this this is a. I don't have. I got a I got a rolodex no. of people I dislike for no reason. Well, for I think lo- I'm out on Tom Brady. I think I'm out on him. I don't need that. I don't, again, we don't need that conversation. We've had it too many times. He should stop slinging merchandise. Like, that 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 clothing brand stinks. Right away, yeah, that I mean, stinks. I, well, we could talk about Arkansas because real quick, I got to get off this my is, chest. This is not what we're I was talking nearly, about. That had I was nothing nearly, to do with what I just said. I was nearly kicked out of a casino because I was sitting there watching the game in a sports book with about 50 other people. And these bitches missed the field goal to win the game. And I stood up and yelled at the top of my lungs, you stupid motherfucker. And I think I yelled, I hope your family dies. And everybody <laughs> turned and looked and the manager had to come speak to me. <laughs> I don't think that I've ever seen a field goal hit the top of the out- upright before. I mean, the thing was good from 70. Yeah, but I've never seen it hit. It hit like on top of it, right? It hit the top and bounced straight up and down. I was uh, so upset. Brutal. I've the brutal L. And by the way, the Cuse is 4-0 right now. Going to go steamroll Wagner College, which I think is uh, like a North Shore Community College ripoff in New York. They're going to steamroll them, be 5-0, and and your boys are looking good. Yeah, we got Bama. America's this. team. So it's like a bye week. We got Bama this week. It'll be an easy win, and then we'll, we'll yep. get Mississippi State. Um, we still control our own destiny, destiny, so that's the big news. Guy so from Barstool the- said that the Hogs were going to lose four straight, and that's already won. He's got one. You got them. He's got what you got? They got Alabama this week, and then Alabama, what? Mississippi State, BYU, and then uh, Ole Miss. They'll be fine. Arkansas went three of the four, and they'll lose to like BYU. They're gonna. They're gonna. Yeah, they're, they'd be like Syracuse, where they'd beat like Clemson, and then next week lose to Temple. It'd yep. be uh, stuff like that. That's always the way it goes. You commercial break, and then we should talk about Patriots. Yeah, sure. We'll do a quick commercial. Yeah, well, okay, so um, 
I don't know. I, I was impressed, I thought, with the defense. I didn't read, I didn't watch it entirely back. Like, you guys were all in on the all 22, which you got to get me that all 22 password because I can't figure it out for the life of me. The offense, I think, is okay. Your Twitter, your Twitter will be, you'll be tweeting on like Tuesdays about, about three weeks ago. Yeah, good. I, that's what I like to do. I get stuff <laughs> at work when the kids are going to bed. This is what I do. I break down film. I got to gr- hashtag grind film like Edwin Lizard. Edwin Lizard is hashtag grinding film right now. And he's doing the same thing. It just, it just, uh, you know, Beverly Hills Housewives. That's true. That was on. Screaming at, yeah. I was, I was grinding Beverly Hills Housewives film earlier about Erica Jane. Give the earrings back, Erica. Give them back. You didn't earn those earrings. No, you didn't earn those earrings. Are you, are you, are you into the Housewives franchise? I guess Beverly Hills is the hot one, but yeah. no, I'm not. No, <laughs> you know that Salt Lake City starts this week. I'm telling you, boys, if there's one to get into, it's this week, this month's, or this year's Salt Lake City. It's going to be epic. Uh, I think that, it starts that, tomorrow night. That, what, they're going to get mad about sharing their husbands and shit? No, Come they don't on. do that. It's, it's, it's this lady, her husband, I think, was a assistant coach. Like, I don't know what coach he was, but he was an assistant coach at University of Utah football. And... um or BYU, one of the two. I think it's University of Utah. And um, she was like, I don't know, she did something. And, you know, she did sold online goods. But basically, she was, she was caught by the FBI, came in, and said that she was, like, stealing old people's money through scams. Like, uh, I forget, I've, everyone on Twitter and on Instagram and uh, on my email is going to tell me how wrong I am. But it's basically, like, she was tricking people into giving them like their bank account, like scamming, like Nigerian princes type shit. And, Love that. um, and she was like swore up and down. She didn't do that. But this lady was so rich and her husband was just, you know, a football coach, but he wasn't the head football coach. And, um, you know, she was like, I'm self-made. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Denied it up and down. And then like in the off like season of the show, they, she admitted to it. So like the new season is going to be just her being basically admitted to it and going to jail and all the shit. It's going to be nuts. It sounds like something. Going to be in uh-huh. jail? So she's going to have to go to jail. I mean, she stole millions of dollars. I mean, no, you don't. Brett Favre did the Allegedly. same thing. Allegedly, oh, Brett Favre's Brett a piece Favre. of shit. He's going to go to jail too. Brett Favre is going to go to the pen. Yeah, he's, he's definitely going unlimited. to jail. He's unlimited dick pics. What an idiot! I mean, if you're going to do anything, why are you stealing? You are very rich. Brett Favre is a very rich guy. Why do you need welfare You're, money from the state from the, of Mississippi to pay for say, a volleyball court? For his daughter's – yeah. For it, not to mention Mississippi's by far like the poorest state on earth. Like they are going to – they're going to notice that money is missing. Yeah, and but the governor was like, yeah, dude, Brett Favre wants it. we got to give yeah. it to him. Oh, BS. That's, oh, BS. <laughs> that's number four. If you don't think I'm going to give that money to number four, you're goddamn that's wrong. <laughs> Your great, Mississippi's greatest export has always been Brett Favre, and now they've just ruined it. Uh, Brett Favre catfish. Yeah. He fucking ruined his entire legacy. I mean, everyone was cool with the dick pics. I think I everything. I think everyone except for the girl that received the dick pics was cool with the dick pics. I mean, you saw her, and everyone was like, "Yeah, I kind of get it." Like you don't. Was you don't. Brett, it's hard to was, start with that. Like you don't open up with it, especially if you're the starting Brett, quarterback of the Jets. Rex Ryan was a dick pic guy, right? No, feet he likes feet. He likes yeah feet. The weirdo, but it was only his wife's feet, which made it even weirder. That's odd. Like, if you're, don't you remember feet. he had like that weird video come out of him like filming his wife's feet outside of her car door? That's he, what it was. Yeah, yeah, outside of the car door. I was gonna say it had something to do with the car. I was younger. He even, he even joked about it, like how much he likes feet recently, like on ESPN. Yeah, like, which is fine. It is, what it is. I mean, that's not as. I mean, it's not weird because it's your wife, but the video is weird. But I don't think that's meant for anybody else to see. The only thing that weird about Rex Ryan is they had a Mark Sanchez tattoo. Um, oh wow! Brett Favre. I mean, that was the original FSU cowgirl. I mean, you pay her some respect. <laughs> you know what's going on in this house? We're we're uh, we're into jurisdiction. They're down in San Diego, Jersey Shore. Oh yeah, of course. Now. Everyone likes that. I mean, I yeah. haven't missed an episode. I've watched it every single one. It's, the show stinks now, and I've watched every single episode since it started in 2009. I swore up and down. I was like, I'm not going to do this. Me and my wife had just started dating. That's how fucking long ago that show's been on. So we just started dating. That's what we first started watching, and then we haven't missed an episode, and it stinks. It used to be great because they were shit-faced and fighting, and Snooki was getting punched in the face at bars. I mean, outrageous show. And now it's just like, hey, let's go on family vacation. And it's like fucking... One of them drinks, 
and they go to like dinner. And, and we all team up on Angela, Angelina. Ange- yeah, and then they make fun of Angelina, and then she gets divorced. And it's like adult drama. Like, people are having babies, and that's it. And it's nothing fun about anything. They're like, look at our giant mansion. Let's go to your giant mansion. Have a I'm baby a, shower. Just, every a, single oh. conversation is produced. They're like, all right, oh, yeah. let's sit down here, and this guy's waiting. Before- yeah, it sucked. Like, oh, Dr. Drew's I here. I know. I, I mean, I used to like... Like, the good people are gone, like Ronnie and his, uh, Sammy when they were dating on the, on the shore house, and he would just tear apart the house over some minor disagreement. He would shred shit and throw all their stuff on, the, like, the deck. I mean, it was a great show back in the day. Snooki would just be banging everybody on the show, like, everyone on, in New Jersey. I mean, it was a whole different style. Now they all have kids and are old, like me. Yeah, that sounds... Uh, I must sit this one out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This thing has just gone off off kilter again. All right, Packers. Uh, Packers. I don't know. I mean, do you know much about the Packers? Do you know you got Aaron Rodgers? You got Romeo Dubes, who I know that uh, – oh, I'm going to sneeze. Phew. Bless you. Oh, God bless me. Thank you. Uh, so, anyway, I know they got Romeo Dubes, who was a big Towery guy. Towery was big into him for the Patriots this year. Um and I think he made a lot of plays last week. Other than that, who do they have? Randall Cobb, Tunyon. Uh, I don't know. Who, they got Jay Alexander. He's hurt. J.R. Alexander's hurt, right? He might yeah, not play this week. Playing. Well, they have that Corey Watson kid. He's a rookie. He's on my oh, fantasy. Right. The only reason I know who he is on my fantasy team. Has he done anything though? Yeah, he dropped the touchdown. He's the kid from North Dakota State. Yep, he's big. He looks like he should be. He looks like Nikhil Harry, light skin. That not maybe. near, not near as black. <laughs> no, that's, absolutely, not information anybody needed. Again, um, I think I don't know. I just don't think their defense is going to be great. I think we're going to be able to run the ball on them. Yeah, I so, think they're very think poor against the game. run. I don't know any linebackers that they have. I know they got that. They had that kid from Michigan. They got Jair Alexander. That he's good. He's a cornerback, but they're, they're corner. Six. They have two good corners. It's Stokes, right? Jair yep, Alexander, and then I don't know their safeties, linebackers. Their or... first round pick this year was a linebacker, Quay Walker. Oh, that guy. Probably Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, yeah um, he's probably. I'm gonna be honest, he's probably pretty good. He came from down here. Yeah, yeah, but everybody, we may invent a football down here, baby. You ain't gonna be able to do it. Listen, the North Shore is taking over the football world this year. I, mean, I would likely. Like... I, I wouldn't hate Lynn Bowden getting some reps. Speaking of the North Shore, when when Jacoby Myers went down last week, I was I was I don't know the rules, but I was all ready for Lynn Bowden to be called up. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm all in on him getting called up tomorrow. He his his Instagram stories used to be fun when I had that. They got I mean, I, I'm in on the guy. He I played quarterback. I have a, I have a few issues with face tattoos. If we're gonna be honest, straight off, I mean. If you're going to come into the NFL and you're going to have face tattoos, I mean, you got to ball out. You can't be a practice squatter. You you you're the fastest fast. guy ever. Yeah. Only fast guys can have face tattoos. Well, he is. I will or say you could be a rapper or you could uh, Nick Carter or whatever his brother's name, Aaron Carter. I mean, face tattoos, those just became all the rage here like in the last what, 10 years. Like well, Little Wayne was like, I got a face tattoo. I remember, I think in college. Tony's on his front. The college, like, the game got a face tattoo, and everyone was like, this guy has lost his mind. And now, like, if you don't have a face tattoo, I don't think you have any street cred. You're on your, you're on your stoop right now, yelling at the kids. Yeah. I am. I'm yelling He's at good. the clouds once again. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just I just remember these things. I'm getting old in my old age. I'm going to start yelling at people for their face tattoos. What's next? What else can you possibly tattoo? <sighs> oh, well, there's a ton yeah, of shit. I don't know. I, I think... Honestly, I think we run the ball. I think we, I think we keep this game close. And um, I just don't see a way yeah. that. I think it's gonna be a three-point game. Granted, I think they're That's gonna lose to win to seventeen, but I think it's gonna be a three-point. Twenty point. to seventeen. That's a cute way. That's a cute way to sneak in your uh, your pick there before time was up. Yeah. That's cute. Go ahead. Well, Kenneth. I don't know. I don't know yet. So I'm gonna have two here. If uh, Matt comes out and plays. Just against all odds and shoves it down the media's throat, just comes out there and plays. I think the Patriots win by twenty-one. Okay, I love that. And I think, and gonna, I, think there, I think there's no doubt. I think it's pretty guaranteed that it's thirty-five fourteen. But if Brian Hoyer plays, I think it's uh, twenty-seven to seven. Oh, you think we get Patriots? killed? I think we get dismantled. 
I don't. I mean, let's say I don't see a way. I don't know. I know we have new corners, but we have young, inexperienced. By the way, before I even get into that, how good is John John Jones playing this year? As I mean, outside, as an outside cornerback, uh, yeah, but that he's I never played. I don't get it. He's never played that position, but he's good at it. So I'm in. He's on the that. highest Last rated cornerback in the league right now. Yeah, which is insane. Really JC, like they knew John Jones is right behind. JC is great. JC had an extra, the blackest injury of all time. So, oh, Jesus Christ, I, we forgot to. Oh, bring, I did not bring that up, but that was the he had an extra bone in his ankle, which is like has always been the joke. And I, I just I tweeted about it, and I was like, I can't. I'm gonna get kicked off Twitter, and possibly the podcast will get absolutely uh, demonetized if I start talking about Pretty this. But, but Jimmy the Greek, Jimmy the Greek, immediately popped in my head. Um, just oh, he just had an extra bone in his ankle that they just took out. You got, un- you got under a minute to give your prediction there, All right. Baldy. I mean, honestly, I think that they got too young of a defense uh, on the outside in that safety. I mean, McCourty will help them, and McCourty will help them, but what else is there, really? I mean, you got Jabril Peppers. Hopefully, Duggar plays. It's just you got to contain Aaron Rodgers, but he's, he's going to make plays, and I don't think that they have the firepower to even keep up with Mac Jones unless they run the ball and control the ball. I think that it's a 10-point spread. With Hoyer, so I think it's a, we'll see, but I think it's going to be like twenty-eight to twelve. They'll score like I don't know, maybe one touch, maybe twenty-eight no. to thirteen. First time in history, back to back, we all picked oh Patriots losses. That's not good. Yeah, you guys are leaving. I'll see ya. I have no you. No quarterback. Go Pats. Yeah, well, they're just bumped off, and that's fine. Uh, this this podcast has been dedicated to Coolio. Uh, who just passed away today, and uh, literally as we were doing this podcast. And uh, what a sad moment for all of us, uh, it, uh, all of us boomers in our mid-30s who were, remember Gangster's Paradise and, uh, you know, Dangerous Minds and Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, you know, God rest his soul. So anyway, um, you know, Patriots, I really think Mac Jones is uh, – I don't know. I think he's got that little bit of dog in him. He's got that, you know, where Brady was trying to play through his uh, ACL tear. Like, I think that Mac Jones has got probably not able to walk on his ankle, and he's he's try, he's taking seven-step drops. I think he's hopping seven-step drops in, in the locker room is what I think he's doing. And I think he's trying to play through it. I mean, like I said, if he was going to be on IR, he'd be on IR already. And he would be just getting surgery or whatever, this new tightrope surgery they invented um, in Alabama, which basically gets you back from a uh, high ankle sprain in like three, four weeks. Uh, I mean, that would have already happened or would happen this week. You know what I mean? I, it hasn't happened yet. He's taking calls. He's on WEI. I mean, it's stuff that they don't do with injured players that are really injured. I mean, just even the words that uh, Belichick was using today, the day-to-day and um, – Saying, you know, I don't think, you know, I don't think Mac's going to practice today, but we'll see how he goes. It's been a good 24, 48 hours. Those aren't things you say just to fuck with the media. Those are things because Mac is, uh, has progressed way better than before, which also harks back to why are you screaming coming off the field, babe? Why are you screaming coming off the field if 24 hours later you're on press conferences? I'll tell you a story. Uh, last Thursday, I'm sorry. Yeah, Thursday. We were, uh, my wife was going out for her eyebrows again because Thursday is uh, Saturday was her birthday, and me and my son, who's seven, he likes to wrestle. But my dog has been a bit of a dick, and he was like chewing on my couch cushions. So we took him out, got him out of there. So it's just the couch, and then the bare back of the couch, which is basically the frame. And this has nothing to do with anything, but it does really. It harks back to the Mac Jones injury, and my kid is seven. So he gets on the table and he goes, Daddy, super punch. And that's a thing we do where I wind up and I pretend to punch him as hard as I can in the stomach and I carry him over and I slam him on the couch. So I did that. I wind up five times. So I put my fist into his stomach and I hold him up with just my foot, my fist. And I bring him over to the couch and I tip him over as I'm going to give him like a power bomb on the couch. And he wiggles off my fists because I wasn't holding him by my palm. It was literally my fist. And he slams down on the couch like we've done a million times. But remember... No back cushions. So I hear thud like this. Like that. Hot. I was like, oh, no. So we hit the railing, and then all he hit part of the frame. And I know, ah, oh, this is a problem. So I say, oh, boy, wait, wait for it, wait for it. I wait about three seconds, and then he starts to cry. I'm like, shit. And I pick him up. And remember, 
I'm all by myself. Three kids, a dog, nighttime, wife's out, finally has a moment to herself, and um, she's probably been gone 30 minutes. I get up. I start rubbing the back of his head. He's crying. He's mad. He's mad. I get it. I get it. I'm like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I take my hand off his head, pool of blood in my hand, pool of blood. And I said, oh, fucking no. So I look in his hair. Uh, this gash was three inches wide, probably an eighth, inches wi- an eighth inch wide. And I'm like, I can't believe it. I busted his head so bad that he needed stitches. So I brought him. I had to call my wife back to come home after she's trying to have a ti- some time for herself. Call her back probably within the hour. She comes back. I have to drive him to the hospital. He gets staples in the back of his head with no Novocaine. They go, it's just going to be so fast. It's not even worth it. It will hurt worse to do the, the, uh, the Novocaine. So you, you get clink, clink, clink. The kid's seven, didn't make a peep. And Mac Jones was screaming coming off the field. Anyway, make of that what you will. But just saying. Saugus is a special brand of toughness. It's a whole different story. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. Remember, follow us. At Brady Disciple, at Malcolm GoPod. I mean, I know KP's got a private Twitter where we, he, he sells uh, gay porn for money. And Tyler, um, he, he, he tweets, but it's mostly uh, MAGA stuff or super MAGA stuff. So it's like a lot of that, a lot of anti-vaxxer, a lot of pro-Russia um, propaganda. He likes, he was really into, um, you know, the invasion of Ukraine. So if you, you know, if you get into him with that, Maybe you, you can strike up a conversation. I think it's maybe it's Tyler's is, uh, Insta, is um, Twitter. And, of course, Malcolm Go Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, the Discord, discord.com, Malcolm Go Podcast. And join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Malcolm Go Podcast, and help us pay our bills. As, the, uh, as you've noticed, the gas is higher. And, uh, you know, I can't pay for it. So, anyway, go fast. Let's go. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. 47, eight months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about order. It's about respect. We win this game. Your honor. Your kids are honored. Your family's Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's it. intercepted. He intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Brady. The back.